been here. The Grey Goose, Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. In the Chinese restaurant Harbin, Barbara and I uncovered a clearing house for narcotics, opium in particular. We also found bills and receipts that pointed to the true owner, one Simpson Redding, news editor of the Clarion. He was indefatigable in his pursuit of the Grey Goose and the baiting of Inspector Ford. His representative, whom I call Madam, had visited my flat, and now she was aware at any rate of my address. This didn't suit me at all. The grey goose was cooked, it appeared. I mean this, madam. You can't go on living with that knowledge. In a moment, I shall remove those stamps from your lips, and then I shall make you speak. Rolly. Look further among those papers, Barbara. There must be some clue among them that led her to me. She said she gradually eliminated all Ford's friends. There's another locked drawer here. Oh. Can't open it. Here, let me have a go. Now. Rowley, here it is. A list of names as long as your arm. Ah, let's see. Abraham, Beecham, Belaine, Burke. It's alphabetical. The F's now. Farley, Farmer, Fletcher. Well, I'm jiggered. There it is with my address. Right. Madam, when you search Fletcher's flat, you were looking for feathers. Nod, please. You were? Good. You were not certain. Not more certain of this man than any others. Shake your head if no. No? Huh, that's good. I made a slip, Barbara, when I accused her of searching my flat. Accent on the mind. All right, we'll know. We'll now go back to my place and see if Madame has told the truth, if she was only guessing. If anything is planted there that leads to me, I'll have to think something up. All right, Madame, we are going for a ride. But we can't go through the restaurant with her mouth covered in stamps. True. Perhaps Madame has a back way. Aha, uh -huh. she nods. Rather too eagerly, I think. Then what? The old piano wire. Round my waist as usual. Never know when it'll come in useful. Here you are. Hitch the swivel round your waist. You go first out of the window. Now, now off you go. I'll let you down lightly, then unhitch the swivel, and I'll pull the wire back and send Madame down to you. You'll be ready to receive her, but do not free the swivel. Right. Here I go. <sighs> Madam, it is now your turn. Allow me to fasten this swivel. Sorry, no struggling. Oh, I do appreciate the indignity of hanging in the air, but I assure you it is over very quickly. You'll land on your toes, but not an inch further. Now, off you go. Bundle coming down, Barbara. Don't undo the swivel. She may bolt. Wait till I arrive. Coming now when I fix this end to the doorknob. Standing by. Watch out below. Right. Now to untie Madam. Good. Now to release my precious wire. And then, Madam, we pay my flat another visit. With those stamps removed, we can now talk. I trust this second visit to my apartment doesn't inconvenience you? It does. And I want to know what you think you're going to do with me. I agree. You've got me puzzled there. I know too much, don't I? You certainly do. 
And somehow you've got to be silenced forever. Doesn't sound too nice, does it? Does not. Look, you apparently have found out all about my uh, trade in the cafe and my connection with Simpson Redding of the Clarion. I know the Grey Goose and this address. Can we make a bargain? Silence from you? Silence from us. Does Redding know of me in this address? No. Oh, yes, yes, of course he does. <laughs> I heard you the first time. You were just a bit slow on your reflexes. Now, it's just you and me, right? Yes. Enough of the bargain. You being no lady, I excuse myself. I won't bargain for my head with your sort. What do you... Shut up! There can be no bargain. You deal in a filthy trade. The supply of narcotics to poor wretches so low and miserable that they're, that they're incapable of recognising its fearful menace. Barbara? Yes? Found nothing? Not a thing. I'm certain she planted nothing on her previous visit. <sighs> That's one point in your favour, and only one, madam. Beyond that, I can't say a word in your favour. The grey goose may be a rogue, but he's not a reptile. So, Barbara, we'll return our friend to where she belongs. The car's ready. Good. Now, madam, I regret that once more we shall have to seal your mouth. Go on, Barbara. Take this time while I hold this viper, which I shall continue to do while you drive. How do we get in now we're here? We can't trail madam through the cafe. True, but I can get in by climbing up. Uh, just hitch madam's hands so to the iron railing with a little of my wire. <coughs> so, when I'm in, I'll drop the wire down for you. Fasten the swivel round her waist, right? Can you possibly lift that weight? Oh, easily. I just turn myself round and round, and behold, Madam will arrive at the windowsill. It's only one story. All right, hold your horses while I do my excelsior act. Ah. Here's your end coming down now. Hit on the body. Ah, here you are, madam. Don't kick, or you may fall ten or twelve feet. That's it. Safe landing, eh? And oblige me by keeping perfectly still while I pass this line out again. Sorry to have to hold you so tight. Put it down to my Don Juanish impulses. Coming, Barbara? Yes. I've got it round my waist. Good. Now, madam, as I rotate slowly... <laughs> I wind the wire back around my waist. Holding you as I am, it will bind us together closer than in holy matrimony. I'm here, Rolly. Scramble in and then unwind us, will you? Uh, with pleasure. It's rather nauseating to have to witness you embracing this dope peddler. Yes, I agree. Now we'll just adjust our masks and then we can have a little light on the subject. Do you think you could act a little Chinese, Barbara? I can act anything. Good. Imagine you're one of those Chinese girls downstairs in the cafe, the one on the till. Ring up the clarion, get Simpson Redding on the phone, and tell him Madam is in great trouble in her room, and he must come over immediately. There's the phone over there. Now, for you, Madam, your hands are firmly wired together, but please seat yourself in that chair. You said it, please. Behind the desk. Mr. Reddy? Will Thank you. Please come to the Chinese restaurant? Shortly, if you behave as I wish you to, I shall remove that very objectionable tape from your mouth. Yes. Nod your head if you concur. Chinese cafe. Finish, Barbara? Yes. A 
Apparently, he's hot-footing it round here. Wanted to know what the blazer Zelia had been up to. Zelia? Yes, and he'd skin her alive if she's let things get out of hand. That's good. It should take him five minutes in a taxi. Now, you slip downstairs and order a couple of chow ming prawns or anything like that. Oh, but I'm not hungry. Nevertheless, you will eat. Ostentatiously, of course. Gollop up a good portion of each. We may require that chow ming before long. What's left of it? Now, hop it and stick to that chow ming prawn and stick to your table whatever happens. I'll join you as soon as the balloon goes up. We must be prepared to look like customers. And you, Madame Zelly, eh? Be very careful what you say when or if I remove that tape. For the moment, however, I must postpone the removal. I see a little sheaf of papers here which I require. Thank you. Now I wish to do a little telephoning myself. Is that you, Ford? Yes, who... Oh, it's you again. Yes, indeed, but I promised to phone you back, didn't I? Yes, you did. I had I'm getting very fed up with your phone calls. Now, what was this business about a dope-clearing house? Inspector Kane's sitting alongside of me, itching to go. Very good, my friend. Well, here's what I promised you. I believe you and your friend are very keen on Chinese food. Oh, for heaven's sake, Come up to Harbin Cafe, Greek Street, now. You'll find everything to your liking. Good night. That the signal? Nod your head. Good. I'll open the door. What on earth have you been up to, Zaley? Here, what's this? Who are you? I am Belaine Redding. Belaine, why do you come here? Good heavens, what's Zaley done to her mouth? She's done nothing. I did that. I'm afraid I've had to be a little ungallant. You see, she's been talking, and for me, that's dangerous. And why that mask? You've only had dealings with Belaine, but we've never met. And I didn't intend that we ever should. You, you idiot, have ruined everything. Look, look at these names. Belaine among them. Yours also. Here an account for services rendered. Here another. I managed to retrieve these from the flat of a perfect stranger. You idiot, we're all in it. Through this woman of yours. That's why I came round to investigate the situation. I'll skin her if she's done this. Put my pot on, has she? Well, she's not going to live to mention my name. Put that gun down, you idiot. We may get away out of this if the police haven't tumbled to it yet. Yes, and you and me. The police, did you... A raid. So the police are on to us. I said you wouldn't live, Zaley, to land me with the police, and you won't. You won't talk again, see? Good heavens. Out, me. What's all this? Belaine! Belaine! Now to sneak down, if possible, to that charming... is very terrible, Rowley. That poor woman. She's dead, they say. Yes. And Redding goes up for murder. Inspector Ford's pal, Kane, gets a big bag of dope peddlers and opium runners, and I... You? What do you get? A very sick heart, Barbara. I caused that woman's death. I had, I confess, been very perturbed at her knowing where the Grey Goose lived. I slipped up there, of course. But I was optimist enough to think that I could find another way out. Now I shan't have to. She's dead for her terrible sins against society. But I shall always be sorry. Always. Well, what charity do you think would like that 700 pounds that we found in her desk drawer? Hmm? (laughs) 
Intriguing, exciting at all times, the adventures of Roland Fletcher, the Grey Goose.